Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon-Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us... Oh, wait, not this time, huh? Episode 164, we're going to get into the NFL Week 16 review. We'll get into the NFL Week 17 betting slate, and we'll get into the head-to-head for this week. Uh, I think we just had a podcast first. My pops just finished his ebook, just converted into an ebook. So that's never happened on the podcast before. How are you, how are you doing this evening, Nick? I'm good. Uh, to you, to your pops, to all the listeners, I say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Happy New Year. Um, I had a very depressing uh, thing happen the other day. Uh, the betting app that I used or the, the app that I used to track my bets gave me sort of a Spotify wrapped on my bets <laughs> for the year. <laughs> that was not something I wanted to see. Oh, how especially, dare they? That's Especially rude. when it lists your biggest wins. And three of those five wins are losses. <laughs> Your biggest wins were losses, bro. That wasn't, oh. that, wasn't, that wasn't very nice of the app to be like, hey, these are the leagues you did really well in. These are the, your top five leagues. And only two of them are positive. So. What was the, did they give you like a unit, a unit measurement for the, were I you like plus? I don't think so. I didn't see one. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh that's that's it got real dark on christmas I, and I, how do you how, how do you spell rivalries i don't know man <laughs> i was i was talking and i was talking in all capital letters <laughs> why doesn't it you know spell check all caps this yeah, is just like know. it doesn't doesn't apply anymore <laughs> there's no rules <laughs> Did you get anything for Christmas? Uh, I mean, okay. So, like, what, what are we concerned? Like, did somebody else give me something that I didn't get with my own money? Yes. Did you receive a gift, Nicholas? That's usually what that question constitutes. I got no gifts. No. All right, you got, like, we're, we're really kicking the show. We're really kicking the show <laughs> off. Great. My betting app told me I suck at betting and I got no gifts for Christmas. That's right. I think I got... Let's see. I got a candle, a book, uh, a Nintendo Switch game that was uh, it used to be on the GameCube, so now I have it on the Switch, and a some chocolate. I mean, like, like don't get me wrong. I got what I wanted for Christmas because I got myself stuff that I wanted for Christmas. So I got like brand new. I basically like scrapped my shoe my shoe um closet and bought a new shoe closet basically like bought all new shoes uh like dress shoes and like going out shoes i I, maybe not going out shoes but i just i my the the inventory of my shoes i have very nice dress shoes because as you know i like to wear a suit i like to wear suits right Mm -hmm. my dress my dress shoe game is very good i'm just now getting into the dress loafer game so I got a couple of pairs of dress loafers, but there is a, I'm talking a chasm between my dress shoes and my athletic shoes, of which I have plenty of both. <laughs> but the middle of like, hey, I'm wearing jeans and like a shirt and I need to go outside. <laughs> it's, 
it's what do I pick from? Do I wear running shoes or do I go with my my brogues? Dude, just get yourself one pair of Vans, black or white, that matches everything, and then call it a day. They're usually about fifty bucks. They don't break the bank. I do have I I, I make I, that's a joke that I just made. I do have a one singular pair of white Vans. <laughs> well, Box checked. Box checked. Off white. They're not really white anymore. They were white when I got them. Once upon a time. Once upon upon, upon purchase, they were white. But as most kids growing up, they've adopted black culture and now wear their hats backwards. <sighs> Friggin' white kids. Uh, I also got I also got myself uh, panoramic pictures of every single sporting event that's happened in my life. So I have every, one. Every sporting event that's happened in your life? A positive one. That's It's not a lot. Um, so I have one already. Uh, I will. I'll, I. I would grab it, but it's it's far away. And it is. The, <laughs> it is the at the time the high water mark of the Carolina Panthers. I received as a Christmas gift way back, and it's 2003. It's the Super Bowl 2003, right before Adam Vinatieri is about to kick the field goal. The score is 29-29. The Patriots have not won yet. And I've always wanted different different scenes, so I got. Uh, obviously the abs winning in 2000, 2001, the abs winning in 2021 or 2022, I guess the abs winning in 2022, uh, just like a random Rockies game in the middle of, of summer, uh, NC state football. And I thought there was, I think there was one more, maybe not. It's it's a it's a dark sports world for you. Anything Germany? Anything Bayern? Uh no, they don't make they don't make like panos of of that. Oh, at okay. least I didn't at least I didn't find one. So and that's going all on the wall that's currently behind you. That'll probably yeah go all on the wall. And then I I was walking through. So this this area that I moved to has a really cool. Um, so they realized that they don't want to build a bunch of shops and a bunch of restaurants because it would take away from the like natural scenery of the area. Mm-hmm. So they figured, well, we're digging down anyway. So they've actually now dug underground like a, just a bunch of shops. So it's like a bunch of like – so like underneath the like main road, there's like a just a bunch of like underground shops. And it's not like – it's not like you think like – like you're thinking like, – like, no. You're thinking like, like Skyrim right now. Yeah. You're thinking like Skyrim right now. Or like <laughs> or like the vaults from Fallout. No, it's yeah, it's just it's it's pretty nice. So there was like a frame shop in there, so I'm gonna get a couple of things. I think I'm gonna get the abs. Nevada sent me the Denver Post uh after the abs one, so I'll probably get that frame too. Yeah, you gotta hang on to the to the to victories you do have. <laughs> oh, because they are so few. <clears throat> We tell you watch not judges of- by our defeats, but judges by our victories because they are so few. <laughs> Did you watch any of the NBA slate yesterday? Yeah, it's all of it. I, I can't, Bro. can't get enough of it. It was a good slate, actually. A lot of really good basketball. I, I realized that this morning when I was making the NBA model, I realized that there were a lot of good games yesterday, and I was kind of <laughs> like, oh, I should have watched these, but then I just – I that that moment was fleeting. What's uh, all right as as we move because this episode will cover the new year too. Do you have a do you believe in New Year's resolutions? 
do I believe in New Year's resolutions? I, I don't try to buy into that hoopla. Like, right. if you want to change, you should do it at well, any just, point in time. But right. I'll, I'll humor you. I okay. want to text group chats less and check in on friends more. Okay. That's very good, actually. That's that's a very good resolution. So you said instead of just texting the group chat and then patting yourself on the back because you kept in contact with eight people, instead mm-hmm. send eight text messages and actually yeah. do that. Well, I have this thing, right, where I'm, like, fascinated by all these happenings and goings in the sports world and there's and music and, and movies and video games. And I would share all that for every one of those. For every single one. And it's pretty much me talking to me. So I don't understand why I'm even responding in the group chats. Right. <laughs> so I'm pretty much just, like, I'll keep, like, you know, the El Paso Buddies group chat and then I'll keep, like one other group chat but i'm probably gonna leave a bunch of them and not respond (laughs) like does does room 303 make the cut so room 303 makes the cut the hooligans 2.0 makes the cut and then that's pretty much it if i'm being honest see what's the point you and i are fundamentally different when it comes to group chats you are a consistent probably one to two texts a day guy i will throw I will have one day out of the week where I will just throw articles and memes and be an active participant. Yeah. And that's, that's why I was like, I was just like, yo, I don't, I don't need a bunch of passengers. If I want a conversation, if nobody's going to engage, what's right. the point? Right. Like I might as well go join forums. I'll go on Reddit and waste my time on there instead of talking to my own friends. It also, I mean, it also is more personal to text somebody and be like, Hey man, what's up? Yeah, well, that's not – yeah, but that's not because of the group chats. The group chats, I want to talk about that topic. Saying what's up to somebody is more like, you know, because suicide rates always go up during wintertime, and there's been a lot of, like, uh, people that have passed away that I have known uh, in the, just the last year. So it's been pretty – it's just sad to see. So it's like, uh, you know, let me at least check in on the people and make sure, hey, they're actually good instead of, like – only talking about basketball or only talking about the new video game that's coming out. So, yeah, I guess I'm doing and, uh, good. You haven't checked it on me yet. So, well, that's cause you always come to me with your boohoo's. <laughs> well, that, I guess, I guess that helps me from not killing myself then Jermaine. I guess, I'll, I guess, I'll, you know what? You're right. I'll just, uh, I'll just go unalive myself now. Instead of talking, <laughs> instead of talking oh, about here we go. The millennial in you is coming out. <laughs> All right, so uh, as we alluded to at the opening of this podcast, we'll get into the Week 16 betting slate, which is not finished at the time of recording. This is Monday, the 26th of December. The Chargers are currently in an absolute battle with the Colts for some reason. And uh, then we'll get into the Week 17 betting slate. So we'll probably be two games shy of what we actually want to pick. Then we'll get into the head-to-head. And that's where we'll start today's episode. So last week's head-to-head, we submitted a pick for Eric. Eric had Dallas money line. We thought it'd be funny for him to bet against his own Philadelphia team. What a backstabber, man! How dare how dare he bet against his own Philadelphia Eagles? Well, he got the dub. He now sits at nine and six. And right. you took Seattle plus nine and a half, which wasn't wasn't close, was it? It was close. Yeah, it was. Close. What? How much did they lose by? Fourteen. <laughs> 
almost five points. That brings you to seven, seven, and one. Uh, so in order for you to win the head-to-head this year, I've officially been eliminated. We'll get into mine right now. Uh, you need to win out, and Eric needs to lose out. I believe. I be- and since Eric's not on this podcast, I have a lot of hope that I'm going to get a win this week. That, look, if you win this week and he loses in anyone's ball game week 18, and you know how Eric is under pressure. I already got, got him. Him. <laughs> Listen, I already got him in our fantasy football league. Shout out, shout out the 2007 New York Giants, <laughs> AKA, AKA my fantasy football team. Didn't beat a winning team this year until the playoffs. <laughs> uh, there you go. And now you're in the championship. Uh, and then, so I've been eliminated. I'm sitting at six and nine uh, for the head to head. For some reason, I can pick wonderfully on a slate of games, but I cannot pick one winner to save my life. Uh, but I had Houston Moneyline this week before we even found out about Ryan Tannehill being out. I locked it in at plus 205, walked away with a dub, bringing my season total to 6-9. and nine. Uh, I'm trying to become the New Orleans Saints and finish 8-9. and nine. <laughs> and, and hopefully, hopefully uh, everyone else loses out and uh, it looks respectable at the end of the year. But that's where the current head-to-head is sitting. Let's get into the weekly pick, shall we, Nick? Let's do it. All right. That was <laughs> that was an eager response. We'll start with Nick, who went a whopping 12-5-1 this week. One bet pending. Sorry, that should be 12-6-1. 12-6-1. Uh, and, and one bet pending with Chargers minus four, which is currently sitting 19-3. I think it's safe to lock that in. But the NFL is crazy, so we won't say anything. Oh, uh, Nick had... Yeah, it's 19 to 3 right now. I just checked. Who scored? Awesome Eckler again. Awesome. Awesome excellent. Throw the ball. <laughs> Justin Herbert's playing absolutely awful right now. Um, let's see. Uh, you had Buffalo Bunny Line, Kansas City, Seattle under, Kansas City Money Line, Giants plus three and a half, New Orleans plus two and a half, New Orleans Money Line, Baltimore Money Line. San Francisco minus seven, Dallas money line, Green Bay plus four, Green Bay money line, Arizona plus six and a half. I had Jacksonville money line, so I was six, six and one. Jacksonville money line, Seattle under, Kansas City money line, Giants plus three and a half, Houston plus five in Houston money line, and Nick Nuggets was a whopping eight, three and one this week. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely smoke, absolutely smoking the both of us, bringing this year's totals to. Uh, let's see. I'm 54, 54, and two. You're 58, 53, and you've been awarded your first push. And then uh, Dick's Nuggets also got its first push, so it's 37, 30, and one. So let's go ahead and get into the Week 16 review. Uh, Jacksonville beat the New York Jets 19 to three, and uh, Zach Wilson is done in New York. Did you see that? Is he? He? They said he's done. Yeah, so the, they're look. They're probably just going to release him uh, <laughs> at the uh, in the off season. How much money? What what's his cap hit right now? Or they don't? They just don't care. I don't think they. I mean, I would rather take the half cap hit and still have him on my on my team. Let's see. <laughs> Zach Wilson's best friend is the first thing that popped up. <laughs> Zach Wilson contract. The crazy thing is the Jets aren't eliminated yet either. 
Yeah, Mike White is back. They officially announced <laughs> that he's back. And the plan is to have Zach Wilson inactive this weekend. Not Jeez, even yeah. not even suit him up. So he has two years remaining. Uh-huh. Um, he'll get his cap hit is nine million next year and eleven million in twenty twenty four. If they cut him if his dead cap hit will be twenty million next year. And wow. they're willing they're willing to just say, screw it. That's exactly what they're willing to say. They're, they're willing, willing to just to say, say I don't blame him, man. Uh he he might rival Jamarcus Russell as one of the worst drafted quarter quarterbacks of all time. Man, you think so? Did you did I not send you the uh the I sent it to a, a group chat. I'm not sure which one I sent. Let me see if I can pull it up. But I sent the comparison through two years uh-huh. for Zach Wilson and Jamarcus Russell. And uh, I'm pretty sure I know which chat I sent it to in the chat. <laughs> Surprise. All right. So <clears throat> Zach Wilson has 4,022 yards passing. Right. It, uh-huh. This is this is first 22 starts for both both players. Right. He has 4,022 passing yards. Uh, Jamarcus Russell has 3,477. Zach Wilson has 15 passing touchdowns. Jamar- <laughs> oh, Jam- Jamarcus Russell has 16. Okay. Zach Wilson has 18 interceptions. Jamarcus Russell has 15. Damn, Jamarcus Russell is positive? Completion, completion percentage, 55.2 for Zach Wilson, 52.7 for, for Jamarcus Russell. And the passer ratings... 70.9 for Zach Wilson and 70.8 for Jamarcus Russell. Jeez. Uh, Jamarcus Russell, by the way, in his career, only three-year career, went 7-18. and 18, uh, with <laughs> Exclusively with the, um, with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Zach Wilson. Here we go. D- does Zach Wilson get another shot? Zach Wilson right now, 8-13. and 5-3 and three <laughs> this year as a starting quarterback. Yeah, but that's because his defense is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't. But he, he's not blaming the offense, though. <laughs> but that's why he's getting cut. That's why they're willing to take the twenty million dollar cap hit. So, Our, so, so, how much of this do you think is the Jets being just basically seeing the writing on the wall, or how much is this Jets management reacting to the locker room? Um. I, I think it's more the writing on the wall, man. Like, but that, he's not that, even locker, st- that locker room hates Zach Wilson. Not oh, to the point sure. of like, not to the point of like, hey, we don't like you, but we'll still tolerate you. To the point where I think Mike White played one game and they had Mike White shirts on. <laughs> like, they are That's- desperate to get rid of him. Yes, uh, the locker room hates him. Now let's let's have a fun little debate. Let's just go. We'll skip a few games and we'll go into the Denver game. So Denver took Denver took on the Rams, uh-huh. right? Denver lost fifty-one to fourteen. My father is chuckling in the background uh, because <laughs> because that was not a competitive ball game. Uh, let's see. First quarter, seventeen points for the Rams, three for the Broncos, fourteen for the Rams. In the second quarter, three for the Broncos. <laughs> 28, <laughs> they held, it's 31-6 at halftime. 
31-6 at halftime. Third quarter happens. Neither team scores much. Rams get three points. And then the fourth quarter, it's 17-8 to in favor of the Rams. I mean, 51 points to Baker Mayfield and the Rams is outrageous. So Not a, not a game where if you would have scored over 18 points, you would have won. Yeah, does it fall into that category? Now, let me ask you this. Which quarterback is hated more right now? Zach Wilson or Russell Wilson? The Battle of the Wilsons. Both of them on my dynasty team, by the way. It has to be Zach. It has to be Zach. <laughs> it has They're, to be Zach. The, the Broncos are firing Hackett like with, with two games left. We still have not, hope for Russell. You know right, what I mean? Right. Wait. I, yeah. I mean, I. I. You know. I. Let's let's play a quick numbers game. Which of these numbers is greater? Two hundred and fifty three million or twenty million? <laughs> Two hundred and fifty three like, is like, greater. Like, That's like cool. I mean like I mean the Broncos kind of are stuck in a lose lose situation now. Yeah. And the worst part is their first round pick this year is going to Seattle. Right. <laughs> so Seattle has to be thrilled. Seattle is fighting for a playoff spot right now and it's still gonna pick in the top ten. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, even if even if you know your your consolation prize for not making the playoffs would be a top top five pick. Top 10, exactly. Top five pick. So and then on top the Eagles are in the same boat. The Eagles are looking to get the number one overall seed in the NFC as well as the overall number one record. And they will also be picking in the top ten because of the New Orleans Saints. So very next game we had the Bills take on the Bears. It went chalk, thirty five to thirteen. Nobody expected any difference. Uh, Chicago maintains its stranglehold on the second overall pick in the draft. And actually, the Houston Texans, which we'll jump ahead a little bit again, actually beat the Tennessee Titans, as we alluded to in the head-to-head, which now only puts one game difference between Chicago and the Texans. You said said Houston was going to blow it. I said Houston would put their chances in jeopardy. I don't know. Houston's going on a run. Houston's going on a run to end the year. They're playing some good football right now, and they're in every game, and it's spooky. And I don't know what Lovey. I know Lovey Smith is a competitor who doesn't want to lose, but if Come you on, keep baby. winning, you're going to lose again in the future. Right. Knock it off, Lovey. Right. I don't love. I don't Lovey that approach. So Tennessee Titans, they're not winning this division, right? I. Who else though? Jacksonville. Jacksonville is actually the division leader right now. I just don't think I don't I like. May, I mean, yeah, probably, probably Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, I think Jack. I think whoever wins this division is going to get trounced first round. <laughs> Do you want to put that in your locks? Whoever wins gets trounced. Yeah, you want? Yeah, a hundred percent. I'll put it in my locks. I'll lock right. that shit in right now. AFC South winner trounced. <laughs> All right, let me put it in real quick. <laughs> 2022 AFC South winner trounced in in the postseason. Why am I writing in all caps? <laughs> You're screaming. <laughs> in the postseason. All right, there you go. You got the lock there. Um, it's not really a bold lock. It's no. pretty safe. It's pretty safe. The very next game, the New Orleans Saints went into Cleveland and decimated Deshaun Watson again. Still has not yet has yet to play a good game this season. Uh, Deshaun Watson will be fine next year. Yes or no? 
fine next year? Yes, a hundred percent. Okay. You can't. You can't. Like, I listen. We 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 take these. We take these college guys who wait six months between playing in college and the NFL, and we like to say, oh, the speed of the game, the speed of the game. But then we like to take pro athletes who are kind of older and slower, and we like to say, and we like to not make that same excuse for them. Deshaun Watson hasn't played football in almost two years. Yeah, it's 700 and something days, yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, he can throw a ball around, I'm sure, so can I. It doesn't mean I'm ready to diagnose blitzes and be ready for them. I can complete more passes than Deshaun Watson. Nah, I'm just kidding. I don't even know how many completed in this game. <laughs> Big Ben, though, with that five in that one game, I can do that, bro. Right. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson's only 27. Right. He'll be he'll be fine. I think. I I I I, I mean I think there's nothing to say he won't be fine. Right. Get him get, get him around a team. Get him an or get it get him get him in an organization for an off season for OTAs for training camps. He's going to be fine. He's going to be the same Deshaun Watson. He's going to be just Deshaun Watson again. And Browns will upgrade their receiver room. Let's right. not act like they have world class wide receivers. With they'll, they'll do something. <laughs> Yo, Brown signing OBJ would be ah, oh, that'd be that'd be hysterical. So Kansas City Chiefs uh, maintained pace with the Buffalo Bills, making the next two weeks uber important for the one seed in the AFC. They're now twelve and three, just like Buffalo. They beat Seattle twenty four to ten. The one question I have out of this game is Seattle's storybook run after trading Russell Wilson is done. They're not making the playoffs, right? It went on way longer than it should have. <laughs> Dude, the fact that they're seven and eight speaks volumes to P- to the quality of coaching that Pete Carroll does. The Seahawks are are who we thought they were. Yeah, it's not shocking. Um, very next game, Vikings skirted past the New York Giants, twenty seven twenty four, and all the Giants had to do was win one more game, and I think they would lock up their playoff spot. But they're now in jeopardy, sitting there at eight, six, and one. Luckily for them, the Washington Commanders uh, stunk up the joint yet again. They lost to the 40, 49ers 37 30. Now, of the two teams, Washington and New York, who do you think makes the playoffs? New York. I think Washington <laughs> loses this week. Washington and, I, and, I, and I think the Giants win this week. So there you go. There you go. So then that answers the question Minnesota, good or bad? Bad. 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 I, bad. They have a plus five point differential. That's and, hard and, earned. And, and, and I, I know people say, oh, point differential, point differential. That doesn't matter. Let me list the one, three, and four seed teams in the NFC right now and their point differentials. You ready? Yeah, one of them doesn't have a winning record. <laughs> he, oh, sorry. I, I, I'm going to list by by wins. Sorry. Okay. Not by by, by Teams, teams gotcha. Dallas teams, Cowboys, right? Teams of, above double digit wins, right? Yes, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Philadelphia Eagles plus one hundred and thirty seven. San Francisco Forty Niners plus one hundred and forty five. Dallas Cowboys plus one hundred and thirty one. Minnesota Vikings plus five. I get that people are like point differential doesn't mean a lot, and I agree because you can have a you can you can win a lot of close games, and you can get blown out in one, and it completely throws off your point differential. The Minnesota has yeah, been blown out three times. Minnesota in one score games, I believe this year is eight and zero. Oh. 
No, 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 no. That's incorrect. Minnesota in one score games this year is eleven and zero. That's just not sustainable. <laughs> no, it's not. Here, here's so Minnesota beat Buffalo though. So are they not a good football team? I don't think Buffalo's that. I don't think Buffalo's is cracked up. I man, hold on. Let me before I talk out of my ass. Let me let me look at something. <laughs> let me look at something. Ooh, ooh, the hard hitting questions have been asked. <laughs> I was gonna say. Okay, I, I'll just come out and say it. It's going to be it's going to be a Kansas City. It, the the road runs through Kansas City or Cincinnati to the to the AFC Championship. Really, or Cincinnati, huh? Cincinnati oh, yeah, still yeah. hasn't clinched their division. I that's that's what I, the, Cincinnati is the only team that I can see that can put up a fight against Kansas City. Kansas City looks otherworldly right now. Healthy Lamar Jackson has no shot against Kansas City. I don't think so. Who does he have to throw to? He's never had anyone and still managed to win ball games. I just I oh. I, I don't I I don't think I I don't think we we're, we've seen that we're gonna see a healthy Lamar Jackson. Really, you don't think we're gonna see a healthy Lamar Jackson? Not not this year. No. That's interesting. We'll see. I mean, the. Huntley won this week, right? So we'll get into the Ravens game since we're talking about it. They beat the Falcons seventeen to nine. They beat the Falcons seventeen to nine. Falcons are now eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> this, is, just, this is the way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> just shocking. They were in. They were the division leader. I think three weeks ago. I think three weeks saying. ago too. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so now the Ravens. The Ravens are in. And that's yeah. not a team I want to see, to be honest. I feel like the Ravens are never a team you want to see in the playoffs. I, you know what? That's a that's a fair sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. The, that's the Ravens sentence. could have could have you at center and me at quarterback, or or you know, fuck it, switch it. <laughs> and they're not <laughs> a team you want to see in the playoffs. And then uh, they're currently one game back. They're sitting at ten and five. They're one game back. From Nick's aforementioned Bengals, he said the road runs through them. They're currently 11-4 and escaped the New England Patriots due to another late-game blunder that is uncharacteristic of his team, Ramondre Stevenson fumbling in the red zone. And I'm telling you right now, I don't trust Cincinnati. Cincinnati was blanked in the second half. They scored zero points in the second half versus New England. Okay. Zach, well, I mean, Taylor, Zach Taylor's ailments continue to be the same. Remember, he remember. Let's not forget that Zach Taylor was on the hot seat before he made that Super Bowl run, right? And Lyle Collins tore his ACL and MCL. And what was the Bengals' Achilles' heel before that? Was the offensive line? We talked about Joe Burrow getting lit up a billion kajillion times. Are you saying the Bengals' Achilles' heels are their ACLs? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. So, um, look, I, I'm not saying I don't discredit the Bengals. I, I mean, I'm not saying they don't have a shot. I'm just not as confident in them as you. I, I uh, mean, the I'm not really that confident in them. I, they're the only other team. I, I just wanted to make it a competitive AFC. Yeah, I think and, Buffalo and, and, and is good. I, I don't think Buffalo is that good. Buffalo beat Kansas City this year. Josh Kansas Allen City. needs to pull his head out of his ass. Well, any, well, any team could, 
Any any team can have a good game. That's all you need in the playoffs, then. You got a string of good games is what you need in the playoffs. No, you just need to beat Kansas City once. No one else in the AFC is alarming, right? There's no wild card team that you're scared that's, of. That's what no. No. Listen, here, I'll, I'll I'll go down the list right now. Well, here, you 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 give me you give me the list of seats. Okay, so the current standings are hold on, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, it just loaded. So Buffalo has clinched the division. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Uh, playoff. There we go. So currently, Buffalo is twelve and three in the one seed. Kansas City is twelve and three in the two seed. Bengals are eleven and four in the three seed. Jacksonville Jaguars are seven and eight in the four seed. Gonna get Molly whopped. <laughs> you already made the lock prediction. Baltimore yeah. Ravens clinched the playoff spot with a ten and five record. Are in don't the five have, seed. Don't have a healthy Lamar Jackson. Not, not yet. We TBD. But so that means Baltimore takes on Jacksonville. Um, the Chargers are eight. The Chargers are eight and six. I don't like that prediction anymore. <laughs> My two predictions can't negate each other. <laughs> Chargers are eight and six. They're in the oh, sixth yeah, seed and could barely beat Jeff Saturday. Uh, Jeff Saturday had the thirty-three point lead on the Vikings, bro. He's a good first half football yeah, coach. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And then the Miami Dolphins. God, what a conundrum that team is. Currently, you mean, a con- you mean a concussion? <laughs> what a concussion! Yeah, uh, that as Nick alluded to, Tua is back in the co- concussion protocol. Self-reported, by the way, he felt symptoms. Self-reported. Now he's <laughs> yeah. in jeopardy. Now is in jeopardy of missing uh, this Sunday's or Saturday's matchup. Not quite sure which day they play on. We'll answer that a little later in the podcast. He's gonna be like but, Muhammad, he's gonna be like Muhammad Ali later in life if if he keeps us up. Yeah, dude, it's not good. That's the third one. That's the third one this season. And. Oh, it's not good. Isn't it like isn't um, it, you're? I, I thought the ruling was like as a as like a a developing adult, right? We say twenty seven and under as a developing athlete. I thought you got four and then you were done. Like like they would shut you down. They would shut you down. No, I don't. I don't know if that's a rule, bro. There's no chance. They pay these guys too much money. They're competitors. They have a say as well. No, I, I, I here's here's my. I know they won't. But here's my thing. If in high school they tell you that you have four concussions and you can't play football again, like that's what normal doctors are saying, right? Like not doctors I, that are paid millions of dollars to, to, say, yeah, I, to say that, oh, yeah, his brain looks good. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. It's good. Uh, so that rounds out the top. That rounds out the top seven in the AFC. And then we have four, seven, and eight teams. We have the Patriots, Jets, Titans, and Steelers. Mike Tomlin Mike is Tomlin's ready to do strike it, again. He's going to do it. If he ends up 9-8, and eight, he's, I'm going to echo my current stance that Mike Tomlin is the greatest coach ever. He's never had a losing record, and he's playing with Kenny Pickett right now, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's he's amazing. <laughs> like, what, like, what more accolades can you drop on this man? There's nothing. Mike Tomlin is arguably the greatest coach of all time. <laughs> I think Mike Tomlin is playing offensive line for the Steelers this year. <laughs> that's just, that's a safe assumption. So the Carolina Panthers put a beating on the Detroit Lions just when everyone was back on the Lions train. Stop me if you've heard this before. Carolina had what three hundred and something yards rushing versus them. Correct. Can you yeah, give they- me? Can you give me the number? I can. They they sent a uh, they set a franchise record 
uh, in the first half. My goodness. So they beat Detroit by 14. And here's the thing. Who did who did Carolina play the week before uh, the Lions? Uh, that's a great question. Yeah, I'll pull that up. I'll pull that up while you're looking up how many rushing yards they had. Carolina played the Steelers. Right. Uh, and so that's and, – and they lost. So the Steelers actually broke the Carolina curse again. They've won this week. Right. Um. But we have a new curse. And, we have a new curse that our executive producer let us let us know about. It was the 49ers, correct? The 49ers curse, right. So teams that faced the 49ers the week following are 0-12. Oh, Unreal. So uh, that means the one that means the commanders <laughs> are, are cooked. Uh, their playoff chances are shot. Carson Wentz actually played in this game. That's never a good sign. 320, uh, and, uh, 320 rushing yards by the Carolina Panthers. 320 total against the Detroit Lions. That is an ass whooping. That's old school uh, who, football. Who does Detroit play this week for week 17? Detroit oh, plays is Chicago. It? Chicago. I knew it was a division matchup. Uh-oh. Maybe I'm riding Chicago money line to victory. Uh, so that brings us to the very next game. We had the Eagles versus Cowboys in what was an outstanding football game. The Cowboys eked it out 40 to 34 with uh, three, was it three fourth quarter turnovers? Um, but Dallas is running around celebrating this victory as if they did something special. They played the backup quarterback. Who threw they for had, 355 yards on you guys. Who had 355 yards on your very good defense. Notice the air quotes. Nobody believes that anymore. Right. Um, they had four turnovers, backup quarterback, and the favorite for MVP did not play the ball game. It's safe to say that the favorite for MVP is, you know, pretty good at football and probably would have had something to say about that ball game. Uh, Dallas celebrated like they did something. And if I'm Dallas, I'm more concerned from that game than anything. They yeah. should have got after him. Lane Johnson got hurt. Avante Maddox got hurt. And somehow they gave up 34 points to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not looking at that game and, and celebrating it. It really feels – it feels like a Minnesota Timberwolves celebration, right, it, to, to keep going back to that, uh, to that meme. That's the gif I responded to in the 303 chat. Like, that's exactly how it feels. It feels like Pat Bev clinching a play in birth victory and, and getting, what was it, the seventh or eighth seed and then getting trounced in the first right. round. Right. Uh, Dal- Dallas, you have some work to do, to say the least. Uh, the very next game was a Sunday night defensive matchup between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Las Vegas Raiders blew another fourth quarter lead. Um, it was 10 to three to start the fourth quarter. They gave up 10 points in fourth quarter and now sit at six and nine. Justin Daniels is not a good football coach. No, he's not. Can we stop? Can we stop this <laughs> Josh McDaniels football experiment? He is a he's good Matt, offensive coordinator. He's Matt Patricia. He's Matt Patricia part two. Throw him in, a, oh. throw, throw him in an offense and, and let him go hog wild. But you're the head coach, not him. Yes, yes. Josh McDaniel should be shot. He went up against Mike Tomlin, who's arguably the best coach in football. 
And then this brings us to the Sunday night slate. The Green Bay Packers beat the Miami Dolphins. I don't want Aaron Rodgers to make the playoffs. But he's going to, isn't he? Dude, with the run they're on right now, they could lose to the Niners in the NFC Championship. Think about that. <laughs> Stop me if you've seen that before. Uh, I think Green Bay closes out at Minnesota. And either – or maybe not at Minnesota, but they're playing Minnesota, and then they play Detroit to end the, end the, end the season. I believe they uh, play so Detroit this week. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. They play Minnesota. Home, home, yeah. home. Home, home. Minnesota. So they're home. <laughs> they're home for both. Oh no! Yeah. They're home against Minnesota. They're home against Detroit. You want to hear a crazy? You want to hear a crazy stat? The Green Bay Packers are seven and eight. Yes, that's not above five hundred, but they're three and a half point favorites versus the Minnesota Vikings. You want to hear an even crazier thing? Wait until the week picks. I might just pick Green Bay. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's that crazy. Uh, and we already got into the Rams Broncos games, and then God, this is the heartbreaker, especially for you. It costs you a lot of money. The Arizona Cardinals, who we both thought could win this game, you know, it was 6-6 for most of the game. They both scored 10 points in the fourth quarter, ended up in overtime. Stop me if you've heard this before. Tom Brady gets them into field goal range. Bing, bang, boom, 19-16. Bob's your uncle, and Buccaneers are now 7-8 and eight and have the ability to finish with a 500 record, the only team in the NFC South. And – will clinch the division and a playoff berth. I so what Jermaine is referring to is I, I for some reason I like I, I like betting time slot parlays, right? <laughs> so I like saying, hey, here's er, the early games are now too much. But like the late games, I'll bet like the late games, I'll pick one thing on one of those late games and I'll bet it. So this Sunday slate I picked Packers I picked who else was playing? I picked Packers. I picked Arizona, uh, New Orleans. I, 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 picked, I picked Packers. I picked Rams. And I picked Cardinals. And I put a sum of money on that that would have won me a thousand dollars. And all the Cardinals had to do was just run the goddamn ball and get first downs. <laughs> or really, I don't even care how you do it. Cliff Kingsbury, just get a first down. Cliff Kingsbury's fired, right? It, he was fired anyways. You can't fall out with the quarterback that you just handed a gigantic $220-plus million contract to. I know Kyler Murray tore his ACL. I know Kyler Murray is insufferable. I know he's a spoiled little shithead who doesn't want to play actual football games. But, um, yeah, the head coach is, is done. It's, he's done. You can't – they're going to always pick the quarterback over the coach. They I think, think the coaches – The other reason he hasn't been fired yet is because Steve Kime is gone. Steve Kime is out right now with health issues. Right, they're, exactly. They're GM. And so, we, quick update to the weekly picks. Uh, I'm now 55-54-2. You're 59-53-1. Los Angeles Chargers booked the final. It was 20-3. to A uh, lot of ugly football, but they got a result. The Chargers have not and, clinched a playoff spot, by the way. And the Chargers are now in the playoffs. Really? At eight and six, they're in the playoffs? They booked it. Yep. Well, I believe they're nine and six now, right? Oh, maybe maybe this isn't updated. Yeah, they're they're so nine week sixteen. And, they're nine and six now, which means that they will they can finish no lower than the seventh seed. Well, there you go. And that 
you know, that brings us to the end of the week 16 slate. We'll get into the standings for the NFC now. Um, let's see. Yeah, you're right. Chargers did clinch. Um, so interesting. The the current standings for the NFC is Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles in the one seed. In the one seed at thirteen and two, Minnesota twelve and three. They're battling the they're battling each other for the one seed, despite us believing Minnesota is haphazardly awful. Good team. <laughs> so San Francisco 49ers are sitting there at eleven four. Very dangerous football team. Incredibly dangerous football team. Um it's not anyone you want to see in the playoffs, that's for sure. Even with the last pick in the draft, Tampa Bay seven at quarterback. Sorry, let me finish that thought. Tampa Bay is seven and eight, has a chance to be five hundred and win their division. Cowboys are eleven and four, and the final two NFC East teams round out the wild card. The Giants are eight and six, and Commanders are seven seven eight six and one, and then the Commanders are seven seven and one. Uh, there are three seven and eight teams, and that's Seattle, Detroit, and Green Bay. <laughs> and Green Bay has a very favorable end to the year. Oh, oh, you hate to see it. I just this well, is or you'd love to see it. Green Green you Bay know. is going to have a shot. And who do who do the Commanders play to end the year? Let's see here. Commanders have. I think the Commanders play the Cowboys, right? Browns, Cowboys. Yep. Yeah. Home, home. Browns, Cowboys, home, home. They might be eliminated, but they'll have a shot to prevent the Dallas Cowboys from winning the division if New Orleans can pull the upset of the century next week in Philadelphia by beating the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. Now that we've run a little long doing the review, let's go ahead and get into next week's slate. Let me refresh this, see if maybe they have the matchups for the Chargers uh, and the uh, Cardinals. But we'll start with the Thursday night matchup. Dallas travels into Tennessee to take on the, obviously, Titans. Uh, Dallas is minus 10, and uh, ten uh, over-under is 41.5. Dallas money line minus 490. Tennessee Titans money line plus 390. Well, Nick's Nuggets, we always like to say this. If a spread is greater than nine and greater than equal to 9.5, what do we do, Jermaine? Bet the bet the dog. Bet the dog. Eleven and eighteen on the year. That's thirty-seven percent. Sorry, favorites against the spread are twenty-four and four straight up. That didn't make sense. Favorites on the year with spreads greater than nine and a half are twenty-four and four straight up. Against the spread, they are eleven and eighteen. That's thirty-seven percent. I want Tennessee plus ten. However. If the spread is greater than or equal to nine and a half, we also take the under. That on the year is 17 and 11. It's hitting at 60%. All right. So uh, give me the sense. Hold on. Give me would, the bets that you want because I'm be, trying to multitask. It, it would be the same number of games. All right. So you want Tennessee plus 10, right? At Tennessee plus 10. 10. Yep. And give you me. Give me Dallas, Tennessee under. Under 41 and a half. 41 and a half. Yep. At minus 115. And then take the Dallas money line, correct? Correct. All right. So that's for Nick's Nuggets. Are you duplicating that action? Yes. All right. 
Superman, Superman B. All right, so that gives you that game. I'm going to stay away from that game. Um, I don't like Ryan Tannehill being out. I don't like this Tennessee team, but 10 points is a lot, so I'm just going to abstain altogether. Very next matchup is the New Orleans Saints traveling into Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Eagles are six-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 44. Eagles' money line is minus 295, and Saints' money line is plus 245. Keep in mind, myself and executive producer Eric, who is conspicuously absent from this podcast, will be in Philadelphia for this game. Um, Any action? Any nuggets? No nuggets. Uh, I hope everybody has fun. I don't think I'm going to take any action in this. Yeah, me either. I'm staying away. (laughs) Obviously, Philadelphia – I would I would take this line if it was seven and a half. If it was eight points, I would bet the Saints to, you know, potentially cover that. But uh, definitely don't want any action. Uh, this is a big time. This is a playoff game for the Saints and for the Eagles. The Eagles need it to clinch that one seed and their division. Keep in mind, the Eagles still have not wrapped up their division. I would argue the pressure is on the Eagles, and it's looking like Jalen Hurts might not play that game. So. Uh, nobody's taking any action. Very next game, the Denver Broncos travel into Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus 13.5 point favorites, very close to Nevada's favorite line to pick. The over-under is 45. Ooh, that might be interesting for a division game. And then the Chiefs' money line is minus 850, and the Broncos' money line is plus 600. A lot of stuff to talk about in this game, right? So we're first, Jermaine mentioned the spread there. So I'm going to take uh, – Nick's Nuggets is to take – uh, Denver plus 13 and a half. Then the under, you said it was 45, I believe, right? Yes. And the Kansas City money line. This is a divisional game. <laughs> Denver has not won in the last seven years in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes has also never lost to the Denver Broncos. Correct. Thank you, Jermaine. And then since the Broncos played on Sunday night football and the Kansas City Chiefs played on Saturday, it is technically a rest disadvantage for the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos playing with a rest disadvantage. Three and seven straight up, four and six against the spread. Kansas City playing with a rest advantage. 13 and four straight up, eight and nine against the spread. So I will take... Denver plus 13 and a half and the under as well. I no Kansas want... City money line? I'm not going to take it. I'll take Kansas City money line, sure. Okay. I'm writing the same three bets. I'm, I was strongly considering a Denver Broncos money line, right? Oh, despite every, despite oh. everything we, despite everything we just said. Play but for a new you know, coach. You know, there's one thing I love to bet. When a mid-season firing happens for a coach, the team responds. I don't know what it is. There's some new juice to that team. But Russell Wilson's still the quarterback, so I went Kansas City money line. <laughs> and if, if Kansas City loses, uh, I would like to revisit your statement about the Super Bowl running through Kansas City. Okay. Uh, second of all, I would be very upset since Kansas City money line is minus eight fifty and the Broncos is plus six hundred. Oh, but that's genius. neither here nor there. It's my fault for not taking the bet. 
Now, very next matchup, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, a.k.a. the AFC South trounced opponents, um, traveling into Houston to take on the Texans. Jaguars are minus four, over under 43 and a half. Money line for Jacksonville, minus 205. Money line for Houston, plus 175. So a divisional game, right? Houston has not won in, or sorry, Jacksonville has not won in Houston in the last four years. They're 0-4 in the last four oh, years. Oh, no. Houston did win this game earlier this year in Jacksonville, 13-6. to Oh, also, no. Also, Jacksonville played on Thursday night football, which means they have the rest advantage in this matchup. They are 3-8 and eight straight up, 5-6 and six against the spread. Houston, with their rest disadvantage, 2-6 and six straight up and against the spread. Houston's playing hot right now, but so is Jacksonville. This is actually a pretty fun matchup. This might actually, you know, this actually might be a good game. I want to lean Houston money line. First, first give me, first give me the Nuggets. And what are we putting down for the Nuggets? Nothing. Uh, No Nuggets. Yeah. No No Nuggets. No. no, The Nugget. The Nugget is Houston money line. Houston money line. Yeah. Plus one seventy five. Uh, Man. I'm I'm going to avoid I myself, not Nick's Nuggets, but the man who created the Nuggets. Um, I'm going to abstain from this game. I want to lean Houston money line. I'm just not going to. I'll take Houston plus four. Uh give me give me the points because Houston's playing hot right now. They're playing with house money. If you've been betting them, I think they're three and oh against the spread in the last three games. Um, including one outright victory against the division-leading Tennessee Titans. And we have seen it in this division last year with Carson Wentz and the Colts getting eliminated in the final game from the playoffs. So AFC South opponents like to play uh, poor sports and, and spoil. So I'll take Houston plus four. And uh, we'll keep it pushing. Very next matchup is Knicks, Carolina Panthers, traveling into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers are minus three over under 39 and a half, minus 155 for the Bucks, and plus 135 for Carolina. Carolina won this matchup early this year. They did, 21 to three. Uh, Carolina traveling into Tampa Bay is two and three in the last three years. They have lost the last two straight games. Uh, Because Tampa Bay played on... Sunday and Carolina played on Saturday. This is a rest advantage game for Carolina. Carolina playing with the rest advantage, four and nine straight up, five and eight against the spread. When Tampa Bay plays with the rest disadvantage, they are eight and three straight up, seven and four against the spread. Eight and three straight up, seven and four against the spread. Oh, God, that's pretty good. That I will take. Good. I for the for the Nuggets put Tampa Bay money line Tampa Bay minus three. I will also take the same thing Tampa Bay minus three Tampa Bay money line and Tampa Bay to clinch the division. Uh, I'll have to look up the odds for that later. No, no, no. no I know. I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm saying if they win, they clinch the division. Okay, so you're taking this bet as well. Tampa Bay money line Tampa Bay. Minus three. Um, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers just lost another offensive lineman in what is becoming staggering to that front. And it's absolutely mind-blowing. Here's what we're looking at, right? Tom Brady's legacy, right, is on the line. Um, He's not looking very good. 
Um, and then we have the Carolina Panthers, Steve Kime. Essentially, if he wins this division, he gets the job. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. Uh, so, not, so, so, so if you listen to the rumors coming out of Carolina, he's already got the job. Wow. Um, which, which I want nothing. Is... I want. I want nothing to do with this matchup. But I'm hoping Carolina wins. So that way, you guys. It's that way you you guys hire him, and then I don't have to worry about. You know, you I'm 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 gonna make a confession, right? I have watched probably a football game worth of Carolina Panthers football this year. Really, and I honestly don't care if they make the playoffs or not. I will start caring about the Carolina Panthers if they make the Super Bowl. If they make the Super Bowl, I will go back and rewatch every single one of the Carolina Panthers games this year. <laughs> until then, until then, this is this has been a sh- this this team should not even be in the conversation for making really? the playoffs. No, this is uh, this is all, uh, how Robbie Anderson gone. CMC gone, Baker Mayfield gone. Sam Sam Darnold gets. You know what? Sam Darnold probably will beat the Bucks. You know why Sam Darnold will probably beat the Bucks? Because whenever Sam Darnold starts, he has three games where people go, well, "Maybe Sam Darnold. Maybe, maybe this is the Sam Darnold we always thought we'd see." And then the fourth game, he shits the bed. <laughs> so yeah, you know what? You know what? Give me. Jermaine, scrap You're my bets. scrap my bets, right? The Knicks keep the Knicks nuggets. Scrap my bets. Give me Carolina money line. Carolina money line plus one thirty-five. Because Sam Darnold is going to pull some bullshit, and he's going to get me all excited. A win in your end type scenario, in which we <laughs> only have to beat. Oh, who's that that we play week eighteen? Oh yeah. The fucking party, the fucking party records. The bag of flaming shit on the Carolina Panthers' door every single year, the New Orleans Saints. Yep. You guys can't beat us, bro. It's awesome. Cannot <laughs> beat the Saints. And so and although you won, you, you won this year against us. Yeah, but I don't know how. I don't, I don't even know how. this. I, I don't know what's going on with this team. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. I hope Steve Wilkes gets the job. I think it'll be amazing that you guys just retread this, this coach <laughs> and, and you'll be looking for a new coach in three years. So I'm, I'm gonna, hoping I'm Carolina, gonna... Carolina wins this. And I will join you in Carolina Moneyline just because I'm spiteful. So one thir- plus 135, that'll be my fifth bet for today. We'll keep pushing into the next game. Miami Dolphins take on the New England Patriots. Patriots are the favorite at home, minus two and a half, over under 42 and a half. Money line for the Patriots is minus 145, and the money line for the Dolphins is plus 125. Oh, all right. This, this is make or break for the Dolphins. Yeah, and Tua's out, probably. He's looking like he's out, yes. So, divisional game, Miami playing New England. Miami won with Tua earlier in the year, 20-7. to 7. Um Miami traveling into New England is two and three over the last five years. Uh, it's gone, uh, obviously going back in time. It's gone win, loss, win, loss, loss. Um, Miami playing on Sunday puts them at a rest disadvantage to New England, who played on Saturday. Miami six and six straight up, seven, four and one against the spread. New England four and four straight up, three and five against the spread. Um, 
Any Knicks Nuggets? No, right? Uh, the Knicks Nuggets would be take Miami against – take the Miami spread. Miami plus two and a half at minus 110. I hate that line because <laughs> that's a field goal, so I will not be taking – I actually think New England wins this game if Tua doesn't play. So, also – Coming off two really, really heartbreaking losses and trying to get into the playoffs, I think New England will be ready for this. It's at home. It'll probably be frigid. Um, right. Man, who's the backup quarterback in Miami? Is it still Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, that's a great question. I think it is Teddy Bridgewater, and he's a pretty good football. I think my yeah. dad said he thinks so as well, so. It is Teddy Bridgewater. It is Teddy Bridgewater. Um, are you taking any action in this one? Yeah, I I might take my I might take Miami. Might take Miami uh Miami money line. You're taking Miami money line plus one twenty five. I'm actually going to take the under in this matchup. I'm gonna. I wish I knew if Tua was playing. If Tua was playing, would it would they be the favorites? Probably. I would, I would right? think so. Right. Yeah, but I'm gonna take the under. Uh, 42 and a half at minus 110. Wish it was a little higher, but that, that's where I'm going to ride in this game. I'll abstain from picking a winner. If Tua doesn't play, New England... The worst part is, is these two teams are playing for a playoff spot. So you have the 7 and 8 Patriots, you have the 8 and 7 Miami Dolphins, and this would essentially flip the two of them. Right. So... This is a big-time matchup for new head coach Mike McDaniel. The pressure is on. You have been a good football team all year. Now you need to actually win one game. Win a game. Right. I think if, they, if the Dolphins win, they're, they should be in. They win should clinch. Win and they're in. I think they clinch their spot because that would put them at 9-7, and seven, and all the other teams below them are 7-8 and eight currently. So Yeah, that would make sense then. Yeah, all right, well. Let's see, Teddy Bridgewater, you wanted this winning. You're in. <laughs> hey, Teddy Bridgewater, winning, you're in. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's scary to say to Dolphins fans, huh? Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think any Dolphin fan is excited to hear that sentence. But we have Chicago traveling into Detroit to take on the Lions. The Lions are minus five and a half point favorites. Over under a setting at a whopping fifty one and a half. Lions money line minus two thirty. Bears money line plus one ninety five. Keep in mind the Detroit Lions played the Carolina Panthers last week. Right. So Jermaine alluded to it right now. Divisional divisional matchup. Uh, Chicago traveling into Detroit has not lost in the last four years. Chicago also won the previous matchup 31 to 30. Also, Chicago, has, Chicago hasn't lost traveling into Detroit in the Chicago, last four years. Chicago, Chicago has won the last four games in Detroit. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead. All right. Keep going. Then, like Jermaine said, the Detroit Lions did play the Carolina Panthers last week. Opponents are two and ten straight up when when playing the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> so, so the choice here is Chicago plus five and a half for the Nuggets, correct? Correct. No, Chicago the choice plays. here is Chicago money line. For well, both, okay, I'll, I'll put both then. If you're for if both you're me take... and the Nuggets. I'm riding that as well. Uh, Detroit, it, they showed me who they are, and I'm fading now. <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still on the hype train for Dan Campbell for Coach of the Year, though. That has not changed. 
<laughs> and Dan Campbell coached the end, but he's going to lose to the When he needs to win, he's going to lose to the Bears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that takes us into the Cleveland Browns, who have, were eliminated last week after the loss to the Saints, traveling into Washington to take on the Commanders. Commanders are minus two and a half point favorites, over under set for 40 and a half. Commander's money line is minus 140, and Brown's money line is plus 120. So? Um, obviously, Nevada's nugget is teams coming off a game versus San Francisco. Correct. Are 0-12. 0-12. So that means Cleveland, Cleveland money, money line. line. I will also give you a reason to take Cleveland spread here. Team scoring less than 10 points the previous week and then oh, listed no. as dogs <laughs> less than 10 are 15 and 6 on the year. That's 71%. Right. Cleveland fits this category scoring less than 10 points in week 17. All right, so here's here's what we have. We have uh Cleveland money line, Cleveland spread and then I'm assuming that Cleveland Washington under also falls into that. It does not. So, no, remember this is team scoring less than 10 points the previous week, not if the spread is greater than or equal to Oh, uh, okay. All right, so I know there's so many nuggets out there now. This this went from a this went from four a four nugget snack pack to a, a twenty a twenty McNugget meal. So you're you're riding both those bets, correct? I'm riding both those bets, Nick's Nuggets, and I'm riding well. both those bets because I'm going to incorporate Nevada's Nuggets into Nick's Nuggets now because I'm going to steal. Sure, it. sure, <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Very next matchup: Arizona Cardinals travel into the Atlanta Falcons. Both teams have been eliminated. Both teams playing for draft position. The Cardinals, I'm sorry, the Falcons are minus three and a half. The over-under is set for 41. Um, minus 190 for Atlanta Falcons money line and plus 160 for the Arizona money line. And this is just an awful game. <laughs> I don't so think. No, no, no I have not hammered a bet like this all year. I have not hammered a bet like this all year. Okay. I'm going to let you guess what side I hammered on after I tell you the Knicks Nuggets. First you of all. You have Nuggets for the – please speed all, it up. I don't want to talk about this game too long. First of all, my <laughs> favorite, favorite Nugget. What do we do, Jermaine? We fade West Coast teams traveling East early, right? Always. Two and two straight up on the year, but plus 2.5 units. Four and O oh against the spread. The Atlanta Falcons <laughs> scored less than 10 points last week. They are a favorite of minus three and a half. Favorites on the year when scoring less than 10 points the previous weeks are 13-9 and 1. Also, since the Falcons, since the sorry, since the Cardinals played on Sunday, they are at a rest disadvantage. The Arizona Cardinals with a rest is disadvantage. Three and seven straight up, four, five, and one against the spread. The Falcons with a rest is, with a rest advantage. Five and three straight up, six and two against the spread. Okay, let's hear it. What, what, I, are, what are you taking? I am hammering. I Three hammer emojis, Falcons minus three and a half. Minus three and a half. Um, nothing with the over-under. And you're so – Nothing with the over-under. You don't want the money line. Uh, I'm taking Atlanta minus three and a half purely because the Cardinals – F this division up by not beating the Buccaneers. So now I'm just yeah. being spiteful. Yeah. <laughs> so are you taking Atlanta spread as well? I'm taking Atlanta. I'm I'm hammering Atlanta spread. Not just taking, hammering. 
Okay. So I won't uh, be able to live in my I won't be able to live in my apartment next week. If this fails. All right. So the San Francisco 49ers are traveling into Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. The spread is 49ers minus five. Over under 45 and a half. 49ers money line minus 240. Raiders money line plus 200. Ravens, or sorry, Raiders scored last less than 10 points last week. Jermaine told you they blew that fourth quarter lead. Uh, they are also a dog here, five and a half. Give me Nick's Nuggets, uh, Raiders plus five and a half. You know, it's I'll plus t- five. It's plus, plus five. five. I will okay. also take Raiders plus five. And so you're also taking Raiders yeah. plus five. Yeah. I live and die with the Nuggets, so that's that's why they look so similar. I'm um, going to abstain from this matchup. Josh McDaniels is terrible. He needs to follow Nate, Nathaniel Hackett out the door. Shout out Broncos fans for getting rid of one of the worst head coaches I've ever seen in a 15-game span. No, no, uh, Jermaine, with- Jermaine, he wasn't ready to be a head coach. It's not his fault. <laughs> so stupid. This was, this, was something, this was something that a man who gets paid to uh, analyze football said on a television broadcast I was listening to this weekend that it's not Nathaniel Hackett's fault. He just wasn't ready to be a head coach. Nathaniel, you ever played a game (laughs) on Madden before? It's not really that hard if you got a play sheet in front of you. Oh, man, that's just – that's dumb. That's a really dumb sentence to say out loud. New York Jets are traveling into Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Jets are minus two and a half point favorites. Keeping my my Mike White is back and will be playing over unders at forty two. Money line for the Jets is minus one thirty five, and money line for the Seahawks is plus one fifteen. Both of these teams are seven and eight and fighting for one of the wild card playoff spots. So this is a big time playoff implication matchup. Um, this is an East Coast team traveling West Coast, but this is a two two o five p.m. game. Right. Or uh, sorry, four. 405, 405. Right. So this is the first time in Room 303 podcast history that I can remember that we have two teams both scoring less than 10 points the previous week <laughs> playing each other. So <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> because the Jets play. So I'll, I'll let you make the decision here, Jermaine. Okay. Because the Jets played on Thursday Night Football, they have a rest advantage over the Seattle Seahawks. With this advantage, the Jets are 3-9 and nine straight up and 5-7 and seven against the spread. Seattle, with a rest disadvantage, is 6-9 and nine both straight up and against the spread. I am all over the Jets at this one. Jets minus 2.5 is the bet to take. I am a firm believer that Mike White makes this team competent, and competent is all you need with the quality of defense that they have on the, on the New York side of the football. I'm losing confidence in the Seattle Seahawks. Geno Smith is revealing that he's still Geno Smith, despite, you know, uh, that we, we counted him half. What, what, what did he say? But he never he never picked up whatever his catch line was. I was pulling for Geno, but it, it didn't work out. Um, I'm going Jets. I think Jets is the play here. What, what do you think? I'm going to oppose you. I'm, I'm going to go with the original Mike White, and that's Geno Smith. I want Seahawks plus two and a half. 
Geno Smith was not the original Mike White. So you're taking no nuggets, but I'm saying, I'm Seattle. This year, well, I mean, there, there's two nuggets, but we can't take both of them. Yeah, so they, they cancel each other out, so there's no right. nuggets. You can have Seattle plus two and a half. I'll take New York Jets minus two and a half. I have no confidence in Seattle. <laughs> okay. Uh, Minnesota. What? What? Seattle. When was the last time Seattle won a ball game? Uh, four weeks ago. <laughs> four weeks ago. <laughs> when was the last time the Jets won a ball game? Uh, two weeks ago. Okay. Did All they right. win it last so, week? I don't think they won last week. No, I don't think they won last week. Uh, anyways, Minnesota traveling into Green Bay. Green Bay Packers are minus three, over under forty seven. Plus one fifty money line for Minnesota, minus one seventy five for Green Bay. Let's let's uh, speed this up. My computer's dying. <laughs> Divis- divisional games: Minnesota traveling into Green Bay. The last five years, two, two, and one. This is how it's gone: loss, win, loss, draw, win. Minnesota did win the game earlier this year, twenty three to seven. Green Bay played on Sunday night on Sunday which means they have a rest disadvantage. With that, since 2019, the Packers are 12-5 and five straight up and 11-3 and three against the spread. The Holy Vikings, cow. with an advantage, 8-4 and four straight up, but only 6-6 six and six against the spread. I want all of it. Well, I want Green Bay minus 3.5. It's minus 3 here. Oh, I want Green Bay minus 3. Is that for you, or is that a nugget as well? Uh, give the, uh, what, that's a nugget. Okay. Uh, command the, look, I'm taking, I'm taking Green Bay minus three, just for the chaos. (laughs) Just keep it on brand for me. Minnesota, we've been saying they're not good. Green Bay is the favorite despite having a losing record. Let's see if, let's see if Vegas is right. Give me the minus three and Minnesota prove me wrong. Right. I, I, I doubt it. Well, very next game, we have Pittsburgh traveling in to Baltimore in what is always an outstanding football game. These teams hate each other. The Ravens are minus three, over under set for 36, which is hysterical. Uh, Ravens money line minus 170. Steelers money line plus 145. Hey, divisional game, Pittsburgh traveling into Baltimore. The last five years, Pittsburgh traveling into Baltimore is four and one. Ooh. Four and one. Okay. They've won the last two games. Baltimore did win the game earlier this year, 16 to 14. It's hard to beat a team twice. Uh, no nuggets, but I think I want Pittsburgh money line in this. Pittsburgh money line. You said it's hard to beat a team twice. Wait, so Baltimore won this year? Or? Baltimore won already this year, 16 14. Correct. Oh, so I'll put that under mine. Hold on. Yeah, whatever. I'll put it there. I'll keep it. All right, all right. Pit money line plus one forty-five. No nugget on that one. The very next game, I'll have to refresh and see if the Chargers pops up. Um, the Buffalo Bills travel into Cincinnati because apparently the road goes through Cincinnati. The spread is the spread is Buffalo minus one and a half. Over under forty-nine and a half. Money line for the Bills minus one twenty-five. Money line for the Bengals plus one oh five. What do we got here, Nick? Uh, oh, my computer's dying also. That's fun. Uh, there, there's no nuggets to this game, actually. Ooh, okay. So what? any action for you? Give me the line again. Minus one and a half. 
Man, that's a stupid line. (laughs) (laughs) I want this line to move. I mean, right now I'll take Buffalo minus one and a half, I guess. Buffalo minus one and a half. Uh, That's minus 110. I'm actually going to take the upset here. Cincinnati Moneyline plus 105. When it's this close on the board, I lean dog because they have an outstanding chance in this ballgame. Now, keep in mind, it's still the underdog. So, Buffalo wins. Buffalo's an idiot for taking Cincinnati. Well, yeah, that's why they weren't favorited. 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 I love when teams are favorited. The Chargers game is not posted to – who do the Chargers play this week? The Rams, the the Battle of the L.A. Oh, The Battle of L.A. Uh, This game opened Chargers minus six-and-a-half point favorites. Uh, with an over it, under wow. 40. 40 and a half. Cool. I'll take that. I'll take that over. The over 40 and a half? Yeah. Now again, now again we'll, we'll, we'll check once the line, actual line gets posted. But Over 40 and a half. I'll put minus 110 for now and put it in parentheses or okay. bracket. Look up. Do you want any action on that? No action. No action. So that brings us to the, the end of our betting slate. Let's go ahead and get into head-to-head. Um, as I had mentioned, I am 6-9. and nine. Oh, Boy, I'm just not good at this. <laughs> I'm actually going to pick a winner. Hey, I picked a winner last week, hater. Um, let's see. I'll take... I'll take... Ooh, okay. I'm taking Chicago uh, money line plus okay. one plus one ninety five. Okay. I like that. That was my second best bet of the week. I I mean I, I talked it up so much. It's it's the Falcons minus three and a half. It's got to be. It always was. That's almost what I took. <laughs> I would have been kind of mad if you took it. Chicago money line plus one ninety five. What swayed me is that it was a one ninety five. So I was like, right. look, I'm out. I'm I'm gonna fucking might as well rack up the coin. Yeah, let's go with let's go with the odds. You're taking Atlanta. What was it? Plus three and a half. Minus Sorry. three. And a half. Minus three and a half. I don't have the windows open. Um, what are the odds on this? Atlanta was minus one ten. Oh yeah, standard. <laughs> minus one ten. All right, so we're in a pickle. We have to pick a choice for Eric. Are we going to give him Cincinnati money line? Oh, a pickle. A pickle for Eric. Cincinnati Moneyline, who do the Eagles play? The Eagles play the Saints. Saints Moneyline? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> New Orleans Moneyline plus, well, what is that? Let me pull that up. Wait, what's the, well, hold on. What's, what's the spread? What's the spread? It's plus six and a half. Okay, give him give him Saints give him Saints plus six and a half. No, I like money. I like okay. money. Line. Okay, we're going money line then. It's gonna hit. Two you know it's five. gonna hit. Let's go. <laughs> I hope it hits. I want to watch the last week of the Saints season. Like, I'm not like you. I'm not out on my team like some fucking bozo. 
Uh, I hope we win the division. I hope we make the playoffs. Do I think we're going to do anything in the playoffs? Absolutely not. But I want to watch the Saints in the playoffs. I don't understand how you could ever say you don't want to watch the Panthers in the playoffs. doesn't make sense to me. But then again, you don't make sense. So <laughs> Don't want to watch them in the playoffs. Don't want, to get, don't want to get my hopes up to watch them in the playoffs just to see them get fucking stomped. I'm good. At least we made the playoffs. Man, that means the Saints won another division crown. No, fuck Carolina. Fuck Atlanta. Fuck Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, that's, it's that's just, where I it's, stand. It's just it's it's. I don't want them to make the playoffs because then they hire Steve Wilkes and they still get <laughs> trounced. And somehow Sam Donald is still the quarterback next year. You already said they're hiring Steve Wilkes. They, there's rumors around. I don't want to believe them. <laughs> you already said it though. I'll take Urban it's, Meyer at this point. Um, there, I said, <laughs> no, you I said it. I said no, it. No, you would not. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? What's Jim Trestle doing these days? <laughs> Jim Trestle might actually be a good ball coach. So, like, who knows? But, no, dude, you don't want Urban Meyer. You've seen that experiment. I'll take Jim Caldwell at this point. I would take Jim Caldwell. <laughs> like, what? No, dude, if you guys hire Brian Flores, I'm going to be so salty. Oh, I oh, I got, passed on him. So I, I, I saw this. I saw this news alert, and some of you some of you may have also seen it as well. Sean Payton apparently is putting together an all-star coaching staff, which includes – And then the name they said was Vic Fangio. <laughs> they, go, they go, Sean Payton's putting together an all-star with, with his headliner being Vic Fangio, the guy who couldn't make it in Denver with the best defense. Bro, there's what? no chance. He's he's a good defensive coordinator, but that's not an all-star cast right. to me. Right. Like, how can you name one person and say it's an all-star cast? It just makes no sense. There's no logic in that sentence. But all, the two, all, te- the two all, teams that Sean Payton has said that he wanted – sorry, I'll, I'll let you talk yeah. right now uh, – was the Chargers and the Cardinals. One of those two jobs is going to be open. But does he, want the, does he want the Cardinals without Kyler Murray? I think so, yeah. Kyler Murray towards ACL. He's not playing next year. So? Draft somebody else. Gives him time to catch him <laughs> on his Call of Duty. Dude, Josh Rosen, Kyler Murray, and then they draft another first-round quarterback. God, Love Arizona, it. it's so bad down there. Look, I wish the best to Sean Payton. I hope the teams that are wanting to sign Sean Payton are ready to pay the price. He is still currently under contract with New Orleans, so you're going to have to send us something. So, your boy, I am mad. If you want out that bad, fine. Good riddance. Be gone. Go coach another team. I'm going to root for you because you're my boy. I wish nothing but the best for you. But let's, let's get some picks, baby. Let's get some picks. That's all I have to say about that. You got anything else for the listeners, Nick? No, I'm good. Uh, I'll see you guys next year. Oh, he's so clever. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Moran. And as always, we have with us. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.